This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a look at the day's top stories. TxDOT shared details of its Highway 90 crossover project during a meeting attended by more than 100 people. TxDOT workers at the meeting last night at China Elementary School showed which 26 crossovers will be removed out of a total of 42 and what citizens can expect. They displayed crash and fatality numbers, 279 crashes from 2017 through 2021 along the area from Keith Road West to State Highway 326, about 12 miles and eight fatalities. The presentation called it a project to reconstruct and widen the highway from a two-lane undivided roadway to a four-lane roadway. Some citizens have told us they're against the project the way it's drawn out right now, worrying about the impact on school traffic and emergency vehicles if the crossovers are closed. And we're all stakeholders and we live out here. And what they're doing is going to create danger to us. It's going to make it un more unsafe for us to be out here on the roads, more unsafe if we have any fires or criminal activity because the police are going to be restricted to coming and going as well. So the whole point of this project is to make this corridor safer. And so that's what we're really trying to explain to people tonight. Um, we are looking at 26 of the crossovers. We're looking at consolidating some of our crossovers, depending on spacing, depending on crash data, depending on emergency service feedback as well. The project is slated to begin in the fall of next year. The target date for completion is early 2024. What started as a traffic stop quickly turned into a chase and it ended with a deputy attacked and this man in jail. A deputy tried to pull over 25 year old Kenneth Woods of Magnolia Springs near Highway 96 and FM uh, 1005 in Jasper County Friday night. Investigators say um, another man got out with his hands up, but Woods hit the gas in his Volkswagen Beetle. Soon the car was disabled, but deputies say Woods ran into the woods. When a deputy cornered him, Woods allegedly tried to choke him. KJS Radio reports he's charged now with assault, evading possession of meth, and is being held without bond on some prob uh, probation and failure to appear violations. Investigators are working to pinpoint the cause of a fire that destroyed two mobile homes in Orange County. Fire was reported at about noon yesterday near Highway 62 and FM 1130 in the Mauriceville area. Firefighters with Emergency Services District Number 4 called for mutual aid and several fire departments responded. When they arrived, the homes were engulfed in flames and thick black smoke was rising into the sky. Firefighters spent hours putting out the flames. No injuries were reported. The chemical plant expansion is providing about $100 million in boosting to the economy. Jefferson County Commissioner's Court approving a property tax agreement with our chemicals. The agreement provides tax incentives for the company for its $115 million expansion on Gulf States Road. It'll create at least a dozen new jobs and help guarantee the jobs of more than 120. The company makes ingredients used in a number of products, including pesticides, animal feed, and pharmaceuticals. We had contractors work 1,600 or so. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a win-win. When you talk about that, we talk about money rolling in our community. Subcontractors, contractors. This is what it's about. Uh, this this commissioner's court has been uh, what we call business friendly. County says its tax abatement plan has drawn a number of new companies to the area and led to many business expansions. 
Construction workers at Tesla's Gigafactory in Texas have filed a complaint with the Department of Labor. As Jessica Taylor explains, the workers say Elon Musk's company did not pay them as they built the factory and conditions were so bad, Tesla put employees' health and safety at risk. Some workers did not receive any pay for a week's worth of work. Hefty allegations rocking the Tesla Gigafactory. Workers Defense Project, an organization that fights for low-income immigrant construction industry workers in Texas, says workers have filed their cases with the U.S. Department of Labor, stemming from violations at the Austin-based factory. We are now um, hearing from workers who are reporting the exact uh, violations we suspected might happen is what happened, um, and those include uh, allegations of wage theft and fraudulent OSHA certificates as well. The Gigafactory held its grand opening event in April with over 15,000 people in attendance, celebrated for its benefits, like creating thousands of jobs and economic growth. Now, claims are emerging, alleging the opposite of workers not receiving their proper overtime rate or holiday work payments or safety training during its construction. We're suspecting there are potentially hundreds more based on reports from workers. Texas leaders like Congressman-elect Greg Kassar and Austin City Councilmember Vanessa Fuentes are calling for full investigations. The Workers' Defense Communications Director Juan Benitez says this is also a criticism of the Texas construction industry as a whole. A lack of basic protections for workers. There is no workers' compensation. The names of the contractors and subcontractors accused have not been released. CBS Austin reached out to Tesla for comment but has not heard back. Jessica Taylor, CBS Austin News. Unemployment in Texas is down, but Southeast Texas consistently has the second highest jobless rate in Texas. Our latest unemployment rate, 6.3%. The Port Arthur Chamber of Commerce and Workforce Solutions of Southeast Texas teamed up yesterday to help anyone looking for a job in our community find one that's right for them. More than 50 employers took part in this year's fall job fair at the Bob Bauer Civic Center in Port Arthur. Many attendees came with a resume in hand to meet business leaders and find a new career. The job fair also offered resume classes and interview techniques. At the moment, we have 500 people that have signed in and uh, been here and have also went into the interview classes and resume classes. And uh, it's been a phenomenal response from the whole community. If you weren't able to make it out to today's hiring event, there's a way you can be notified about the next one. You can text SETWORKSJOBS to the number that you see at the bottom of your screen to be notified about all upcoming job fairs. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox War Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast for Wednesday, November the 16th. Going to be a very similar start to what we saw yesterday. A little bit cooler out there, though. We're seeing some upper 30s up into the lakes, lower 40s in the triangle as we head towards the early morning hours. As we work through the day today, the cloud cover will give way to some sunshine and we'll eventually think I see partly cloudy skies. Uh, we'll be looking for temperatures to reach the lower, maybe some middle 50s across the area this afternoon. So really not too bad, but still well below normal for this time of year. Overnight tonight, the cloud cover will continue to increase once again. We'll look for a mostly cloudy sky for the overnight hours. That'll keep our temperatures generally into the upper 30s in the triangle and the mid-30s up into the lakes. A quick clearing sky on Thursday should bring us plenty of sunshine. 
which will be around. That allows temperatures to push back into the upper 50s across the area. And then, of course, with the clear skies throughout much of the night, Thursday into Friday, that will be the coldest morning with temperatures that dip into the upper 20s and low 30s in the lakes to around 35 degrees or so in the triangle. Throughout the course of the day, the cloud cover will be steadily increasing. So by Friday night, we'll actually be looking at mostly cloudy skies ahead of our next storm system. It's an area of low pressure that will develop over the southwest gulf, kind of work its way up the coast, bring us that chance of some overrunning showers as we work through Saturday. Right now, rain chances on Saturday look to be about 50%. We'll see temperatures because of the clouds and the rain staying cool. We'll look for overnight lows in the low 40s on Saturday morning. Daytime highs will struggle with the rain and the northeast winds to get back up to around 50 degrees. Clouds do clear out fairly quickly. We'll look for mostly sunny skies on Sunday. Temperatures pushing back into the mid-50s. Into the low 60s finally on Tuesday. But right now it does look like as we head towards Thanksgiving Day next week, we could see some showers and perhaps a couple thunderstorms. Temperatures will be in the middle to upper 60s. But right now it does look a little soggy for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Allergy report today. We've got low levels of grass pollen and also mold spores. And the weed pollen still stays moderate. Water temperature behind the front now down to 59 degrees, so pretty chilly out on the water. Uh, There is a moderate chop, and of course the yellow flags will be flying. Northeast winds today on the water at about 12 to 24 knots. UV index is going to be 3 with the cloud cover, but again, we do expect to see some sunshine late in the day. Uh, Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.